And now, from the Spinnaker Radio Studios, critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films, your host, Ben Gordon. Alrighty, guys, it is about that time of the week for the Doc G Show. I am Doc G. With me this week, once again, Justin. I'm here. I'm back again. Yes. Hello. Oh, hey. How's it up? <laughs> you busted into your own intro, man. Yeah, this is me. Yes. I'm were, here now. You were so ready to go. Yes. Are you on drugs? No. Good. I, I I asked because I was watching a commercial last night for drugs. Ooh. Yeah. God, I was you're creepy. Huh? A little bit. Um but I was watching a, a commercial for Cosentix. Cosentix. What's that? Have you heard of Cosentix? No, not until today. Cosentix. It's a psoriasis medication. Okay. Yeah. Psoriasis. You don't suffer from psoriasis, do you? Uh no, I don't. I don't think no. so. That's good. Um I don't know how many people do. But I was watching the commercial, you know, and it's a normal one of those uh, pharmaceutical commercials where it's like people doing happy things and it's like live your life. And there's like an Got old lady it. painting a painting and she's looking at her dog while oh, it does true. things. And she's like, <laughs> dog, <Nice>. you know, <laughs> and it starts running down all the side effects in the mumbly side effects voice. So like, okay. you might not want to lose. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, one of the things that it says is it's, it's like. Uh, do not take Cosentix if you're allergic to Cosentix. Wait, what? Well, obviously. What the? And I was <laughs> like, how does that, how, who does that benefit? Because if you are allergic to Cosentix, first of all, I'm guessing you found out you were allergic to Cosentix by yeah. taking Cosentix. I don't know. Yeah. And, I mean, like, that, first of all, no one gets that message from their doctor. It's not something like, hey, your blood pressure's high, your cholesterol's off, and you're allergic to Cosentix. We found that in your blood, you know, like, yeah. then nobody runs blood levels to find out you're allergic to Cosentix. And then second of all, there's no one ballsy enough that would be taking Cosentix. It's like, you know what? I'm allergic to this, but I'm still going to take it. Because I just don't like, I don't like psoriasis, so I don't care. I, I, if my throat swells up and I'm itchy, who cares? Who cares, like, dude? Yes! It just made no sense to me. Gotta risk it to get the biscuit sometimes. Those pharmaceutical companies, you know? I mean, that's that was that was all my night was full of last night. Analyzing pharmaceutical commercials. Just want you to know I partied. Yeah. You don't have psoriasis, do you? No, I don't. <laughs> I wasn't actually invested in thinking about getting the medication, but still, I was just blown away about how no sense that made whatsoever. So dumb. Oh, man. But we got a great show today. Whatever, dude. You know? Um, no, I don't. I'm just I'm just here blind. Threw you, me in the deep end with no floaties. You, I'm just chilling. You were prepared for the crappiest show ever. That's what you were like. <laughs> no, I wasn't. We actually have a good show. That's good. I was nice. Um, we've got a great artist. You've enjoyed some of his artwork before. Have I? Because it's beside Sweet. you right now. It's right there on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah we've that's got right. great we've got artwork. Great artwork hanging on uh, Gordon's walls right on now. On the studio's walls, we have fantastic artwork, and some of that mm-hmm. is from our guest Say today, what? Garrison Gist, who's an artist from South Carolina. Um, he's stopping by the studio. He actually gave me that piece. That's a new piece that he uh, just painted for me. So sick. We're gonna talk about that today on the show, so I'm pretty excited about that. But he's, nothing could top the Malcolm X one. Yeah, he also did the Malcolm X for me, you know, and he's a, he's a fantastic artist. We're lucky enough to have him here on the show yes. with us. So we're gonna talk about uh, his artwork, we're gonna talk about inspirations of his artwork, and we're gonna talk about a little bit of hip-hop with him, because he's also a big hip-hop fan. So that's gonna be good stuff. We've also got some other good segments. We've got the birthday suit, which is obviously Fun. typical segment. We've got Rev from the Headlines. We've got sports. We've got great tunes coming up this week. So, you know, get ready. Strap yourselves in. Are you ready, Justin? Ready as always. All right. Let's start it off with typical who's wearing their birthday suit. Woo-hoo. So, we're back on track. You know, last week I said... There weren't that many people with the with the birthday March yeah. 8th. Well, March 15th 
is a good day for really? birthdays. Okay. Yeah. So let me run down like a list of some people that I didn't choose. You did? Okay. These are people that are not the birthday suit wear. D. Snyder. Ooh. I don't know if you know who D. Snyder is. D. Snyder. That sounds so familiar. Lead singer of Twisted Sistery. Yes. He looks mm-hmm. sort of frightening. The one with the uh, blonde hair. Yes. Crazy blonde, blonde hair, hair and like, like clown makeup. Yeah, yeah, and he looked like a, a total female. Yeah, that's him. D. Scary. Snyder. Oh, hey. Devont, uh, Devonta Freeman. Oh, Atlanta Hawks running back. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is his FSU birthday. Alum. I thought cool. about choosing him, but I was like, you know what? No. You should have hit me with that one. Young Buck. Do you know the rapper yes, Young Buck? Yes, G-Unit. Yeah, G-Unit. Always Buck. thought G-Unit stood for like gangster unit, no. then it stood for gorilla unit, no. and I was kind of like, I'm not feeling this anymore. <laughs> gorilla unit. That wasn't hard enough for no, you. No, it wasn't hard enough at all. If anything, it got like a little softer. Oh, gangster unit. It should have been gangster unit. You should have told him. That's probably why all it's right. not successful anymore. I'm not trying to get shot. Uh, Wait, what? <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Also his birthday. Really? The president, the president. Andrew Jackson. Yeah. Jacksonville. Jacksonville. We're here. That's where it's from. Oh, you yes. should have done that. Yeah, well. No? Is that you know, too lame for you? No, I mean, it's, it's a little obvious. Um, Brett Michaels. Yes. Lead singer of Poison. That's it. You nailed it. Um, I sounded like him. <laughs> nail on the head. Nail on the head. Right there. Um, Fabio. Fabio, the uh, the the guy, the I can't romance. believe it's not butter. Wait, what? Yes. The, yeah. Well, okay. He's on those commercials. That's where everybody no knows him from. Way. That is. Yes. <laughs> if you're an old millennial like myself, that's where you know him from. Gosh. Anywho, Fabio. Lots of famous people. Uh, there was a a lady that worked at the cafeteria list. at USC. She okay. called me Fabio. Ridiculous. Which is not. I, I mean, it's not anywhere close because I've got black hair and a beard, and he doesn't have either of those things. It's just long hair, and I was white, like, so she was like, "That's you." That's telling me the standards of all men at USC right now. Yeah. Like, exactly. It's pretty <laughs> low. Um. So, all right, let's get on to this birthday suit wear that it is that we're actually going to talk about. So here we go. Let's do it. Okay, here comes the first clue. Our birthday suit wearer was born in Eastside, Los Angeles in 1975. Wow. He grew up in a mainly Hispanic community. Whoa. That's the first clue. Mainly Hispanic. Eastside, Los Angeles, 1975, mainly Hispanic community. Wait, what? These first clues, I just... I, I mean... I, I listen to them. I know I'm not going to guess them. Unless you're line. just a raging fan of whoever it is, you're probably yeah. not going to get it. Oh, you said... Oh, uh, I set it up, get it easier and easier. So, you do. So you we do. can get those clues. Okay, here we go. Think about it, though. Keep that in mind. It's all what right. I'm going to need right now... <laughs> Jebediah, let's, let's hear it. And now, the news. All right. Man, he's doing good. He's staying in, in, in good health. I think we have a headline that's going to fit Jebediah. Okay. It's going to come up. Uh, the first one, though, I want to talk about, uh, <coughs> down bottom, bottom of the state there, okay. 305. 305. Miami lawyer, uh, his pants caught on fire Uh-oh. while defending his client on, get ready for the irony. What's up? An arson case. What? This was last Wednesday. Actually, I guess while we were on the Wait, air. Wait, can I say it? Yeah, go say it, go say it. Liar, liar, pants on fire. Oh, hit me with the drums. Woo-hoo. There it is. Apparently, That's right. You can keep it, Gordon. You can keep it. Apparently, the 28-year-old attorney was fiddling in his pocket while arguing that his client did not intentionally set his car on fire. Uh, and then uh, the attorney's pants started smoking, and he rushed out of the courtroom. Yeah. And the attorney claimed that this was due to a faulty e-cigarette battery and not part of a stage stunt to illustrate his defense. Those are dangerous. Well, regardless, the defendant was found uh, guilty of setting his car on fire. (laughs) And prosecutors have now actually launched uh, an investigation into uh, the attorney uh, making this stunt up to try to defend his client. So... <clears throat> yes, it did not work out either way. Um, but I got to be honest, that if he was really actually trying to make a stunt like that, not the best idea. No. You know? He could have came up with something a little bit better than that. I feel like people are going to see through 
that stunt. <laughs> yeah. So, here comes the next one. Are you ready for the next uh, breaking headline? Sure. It's titled, Decent Dude Trophy. Decent Dude. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, there was a pregnant woman in New York who reportedly, eight months pregnant, decided that she wanted to give away a Decent Dude Trophy. And this was based off of anyone that showed kindness towards her uh, and, you know, acknowledgement that she was pregnant. So, apparently, uh, she's already been pregnant once. Through her whole first pregnancy, no one on her trips on the subway ever asked her if she needed their seat because she was pregnant. So, she decided, you know what? I'm going to carry around a seven-inch trophy that I make myself that says, number one decent dude. And if someone offers their seat to me, I'm going to give them this trophy. Nice. Uh, And so apparently she was riding the A train last week, and the award finally went to Ricky Barksdale of Harlem. Yes. Nice. Nice job. Wait, Ricky. hold on. How 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 far along in her pregnancy was she? Uh, eight months. So they so everyone on the bus waited until the third trimester. Exactly. And was like, till it's ready to pop out. You know what? And then she fi- looks like she needs a seat. Finally, Ricky came along, and Ricky said, "No more." Ricky is you take my seat. <laughs> So here's the play-by-play. She said, I was on my phone playing a game, and I glanced up uh, but didn't know what he was doing. He said, I didn't know if she was pregnant or not because she was wearing all black. Then the moment I realized she was pregnant, I got up immediately and said, hey, you need to take my seat. And she said, you know what? I've got something for you. And she pulled out the Decent Dude trophy. And she took the seat, though. Yeah. Nice. Now, I would like to point out, though, that in this article, it doesn't mention anything about other ladies giving up their seat for the pregnant lady. <laughs> like, it putting what? it all on guys, guys, which, I mean, still, some guys should be decent enough she to do that. A decent but dude that what about a non-pregnant lady who's like, hey, yeah. I've... I've I know people who've been there before. Maybe I was even there myself. Exactly. Because I have the ability of being pregnant. Guys don't. Good point. Good point to bring up. But I'm just saying, why we got to put it all on on the dudes? I'm just saying. Let's a little equality, huh? A little equality in our trophies. How about that? There it is. So, (laughs) here we go. You ready for the next story? Yes. All right. So, apparently, in England... They've been using uh, flower pots that are actually sarcophaguses for Uh-oh. the last hundred years. Creepy. Yeah, very creepy. Yes! Uh, there is a marble trough uh, at Blenheim Palace. You ever been to Blenheim Palace? I've never been to the UK. I have. Oh, have you? Yeah, but it was when I was like five, so I don't remember too much. Dang. Yeah. Was it cool, though? Yeah, Did it was remember? really nice. My uncle and uh, an aunt got married in Scotland. Ooh. Uh, because he's Scottish, so Sick. we went we went all we toured the whole UK, but I was five, like I said, so I I, I absorbed some, but not too much. You absorbed some. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a little bit. Yeah, I remembered some things. The Scottish got but, a little Braveheart look going exactly. on right now. Well, you know that's it. I mean, I'm I've done I've done the genetic testing. Yeah. You know the yeah. the uh, the DNA uh, my ancestry. You know yeah. I did it from ancestry.com. You did. That. And like forty percent of my ancestry is Scottish. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. That's a fact. I can't tell if I'm being like. I'm co-hosting the show with like Sir William Wallace or That's right. Gordon right now. They can't take our it's freedom. It's impeccable. Don't. Freedom! Okay. Don't, <laughs> don't do it ever again. I'll kill you. Wait, what? <laughs> um, so, uh, the sarcophagus. Back to Blenheim yes. Palace. Sorry. Thank you. So apparently they've been growing tulips in a unidentified Roman sarcophagus, which they had no idea that it was actually a sarcophagus. So they had an appraiser for um, for antiques come to the palace, and they're walking by the sarcophagus with flowers in it. Yeah. And he was like, hey, what's going on over here in the sarcophagus? <laughs> and they were like, what? 
And he's like, the sarcophagus. And they're like, no, that's a flower pot. Whatever, dude. He's like, no, that's a sarcophagus. I'm pretty sure it's an antique Roman sarcophagus. And they were like, uh, would it be worth something? And he's like, like $300,000. And they were like, oh, let's let's check it out. And so they checked it out and it was. It's a 2,000 year old sarcophagus. That's crazy. And so apparently about 200 years ago, not 2,000, the uh, fifth Duke of Marlborough attained it in the 19th century. I want to know at what point in time, like, the uh, known idea that it was a sarcophagus sort of just got lost. Like, who didn't pass that down? Like, hey, you know what? This is where dead people hang out. (laughs) Instead of, And this could be pricey in the future, hmm. so just... Put Don't tulips grow flowers in it, in it <laughs> idiots. All right. Put, put some bulbs in there, yeah. and we'll see what happens. So we'll apparently see. now they put it on display. Now that they know what it is, so they they put it out there, and they're like, "Hey, this is for public display. Everybody enjoy our really pricey sarcophagus that we thought was a tulip holder." I would have sold that thing in an instant. No way. They're putting it on display. They want people to enjoy it at Blenheim okay. Palace. Sarcophagus. Yeah. yeah. So, just sell it already. No, they're not going to do it. They're going to enjoy it. Thank you, Duke of Marlborough. Word. Uh, so, here comes another story. This one I'm, I'm a big fan of. So, uh, did you happen to be in New Mexico last week? No, I was here. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's a fact. I was here you. doing your show. <laughs> um, The USA Track and Field Masters Indoor Track and Field Championships were in New Mexico. Yes. Yeah, very exciting. So Masters, you know, are the uh, more advanced in age individuals. Older adults? Yes, exactly. So uh, they had the 60-meter sprint, and it was a showdown between a 99-year-old... And a 92-year-old. I mean, he was the oldest thing I've ever seen. I've been- in this 60-meter sprint, Orville Rogers, which is a Orville. good name for a 99-year-old. His name would be Orville. Yes, 99-year-old. Orville Rogers, 99, narrowly sped ahead of Dixon Hemphill, who's 92. God, names are so old. Dixon Hemphill. Dixon Hemphill. Rogers God. is a World War II veteran and pilot. He clocked okay. an 18 second, Woo! 60 meter that boy was run. Burning. And uh, Hemp Hill, 1805. Apparently, the video, hand hand. maybe you listeners have already seen this, the video has gone viral. Really? Yeah, it's a big, big hit. I need to watch there. this. Big hit out there on the, uh, on the uh, internet. Uh, apparently, it left both of them with countless notifications on Facebook. Millennial. Uh. <laughs> How do these guys have Why Facebook? Why do they have Facebook? Why are they even running in these type of events? Like, that, I was reading the article, and it was like, and it left both of them with countless hits on Facebook. And I was it like, is. who? Good a for them. 99-year-olds, like, hold on, before I run my race, want to post Check this my notifications real quick. on Facebook. Hang on, I got to post this on Facebook. No! Hashtag Grr Mondays. But. He, uh, they also ran against each other in the 200, 400, 800, and 1600 meter race. Apparently, not too many other 90 year olds running in those races. I can tell you right Surprise. now, I would Surprise. not want to watch the 1600 meter race. <laughs> How that, long do you think that would take? Well, since it took 18 seconds for the 60 meter, if you, if yeah. you, you know, sort of multiply Apply. that out, I mean, you, you, you're looking at a good like at least gotta be the fastest i'm guessing is like 16 minutes i don't know what the time is yeah probably but it's 16 minutes i can i mean i would i i would personally if i was watching i'd be blown away if they did anything under like 12 minutes i'd be like how you're almost a century old just if you're a 99 the duke of marlborough was buying a sarcophagus when you were born fifth birthday okay not really it was 100 years before that but still old but anyways they they had a great race good for them yeah good for that guy i mean still out there running that many i mean orville and dixon yeah friends forever dixon hemphill orville rogers and dixon hemphill (laughs) right i could i mean i could hang with those guys uh here we go last story 
For the uh, rip from the headlines, are you ready for this? Uh, yeah. Pizza Hut has made some shoes. Have Ooh. you have you seen the commercials? I actually no, saw. No, I haven't seen I any actually commercials. Saw- you need to watch more commercials, man. No, that's what the show is all for, about: is commercials. Okay, Ew. I, I guess I will. <laughs> this, uh, I actually saw this during uh, some basketball games uh, over the weekend, uh, this past weekend, and uh, this is a shoe that Pizza Hut has made called the, the uh, Pie f- Toppers. What the? Hell? Yeah, it's a shoe called the Pizza to- or Pie Toppers, where pie sort toppers. of looks like okay. you remember the uh, Reebok pump shoes. Yes, sort of like the Reebok pump shoes, except instead of oh. a pump, it's a tab to order pizza. The fattest thing I've ever heard. So obese, today. right? This is so, so obese. obese. Class three obese, right there. So just sixty-four of these limited edition pie tops have been created. But they dang. were created by Dominique. I can guess I'm going to say this right. Cabron? Cabron. I'm guessing. I don't know. Dominique Cabron, who uh, has the nickname Shoe Surgeon, and he made 64 of these. Uh, they look, as I said, like the Reebok pumps. This but there's is crazy. only 64 to coincide and represent for the 64 teams in uh, March Madness. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, but apparently, uh, they're only handing them out to who they consider influencers oh aka really fat people oh hey come on now the first guy that got one is not uh overweight at all who grant grant hill oh really that's right he must love his pizza hut then he does well he loves the check that they give him no doubt uh in the commercial he's like hey man when things get tough i'll order some pizza just presses the button there goes their pizza so just to keep how many people you could fool like oh no i'm I'm about to pump up my shoes. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, comes a in like delivery 20 guy minutes. comes up behind you. Who ordered you? the pizza? And you're like, oh, no, I don't know. I guess I I'll take know. this. Hey, so. let me drive in the back <laughs> and let me pay for this pizza. Don't, 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 don't let, tell everybody else. Don't tell anybody that I ordered this. Keep it cool, right? I think everybody would... <laughs> catch on once they look at your shoe and they're like did your shoe say pizza hut yeah is that no symbol right there what these are reebok pumps it's just it's crazy i like the graphics anyway guys that has been ripped from the headlines we are going to take a musical break once again we are going to hear from our good man Mark Carson. Yes! If you remember, he was on the show a little while ago. Yeah. It was good times. Hopefully, uh, he I know he has some Claire good Walk. concerts coming up. Actually, just in a couple of days, he's going to New Orleans. I remember that. We talked about it. So yeah. if you're in the New Orleans area, which I haven't seen anybody listening from our show in New Orleans, which I'm a little bit upset about, guys, you need to listen. Yeah. Check it out. Eat some eat some great New Orleans food and listen to the Doc G show. True. I don't know a better combo in life. Yeah, Nola. Come on, God. guys. Anthony Davis, I'm looking in your direction. Boogie's uh, there too. Boogie now too. Exactly. Come on, Nola. Step it up, okay? But we're gonna hear Mark Carson. We're gonna hear Rewind from that guy. A very good song. Keep it locked here on the Doc G show.
Alright guys, we are back. Heard a little bit of Mark Carson there on the Doc G Show, which you are listening to on Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP Jacksonville in Florida, 95.5 FM. So, it's about that time, Justin. (coughs) Are you ready? About time for what? Another birthday suit clue. Oh yeah, hit me up. That first one. Didn't really give you much. It's a teaser. That's what it always is. I hate it. Okay, here we go. So the first clue, by the way, for those listeners just tuning in, uh, our birthday suit wearer was born in Eastside, Los Angeles in 1975. Grew up in a mainly Hispanic community. Is that like a really good like point about him? I'm a just saying. Hispanic I'm just hey, I throw things in there. You got to pick up what you can true, from them. True, true. Okay. All right, here we go. Second you can't clue. Just softball that's amazing. I know so. that that wouldn't be any fun. No. While attending John Marshall High School, okay. he formed a rap group called Atbon Clan or Atbin. A T B A N. Atbin. Atbin. Atban Clan. Yes. Atban Clan. Which was signed to Easy es record, Ruthless Records, in 1992. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's the second clue. Hmm. Any nothing. No. Obviously, you. I'm throwing you for a total 180 right now. This is crazy. I know, but it'll all make sense here in a second. Uh, Cause you gave me an easy one last week. Well, yeah. Well, took me until four clues, but it was easy after the fourth clue. But there you go. It'll be easy on the fourth clue on this one as well. Three clues, though. I'm trying to break a record here. I don't think you're gonna get it on this third clue. It's still pretty tough, unless. Unless you watch the 2008 Obama uh, speech when he was inducted, when he was uh, uh, his presidency induction. He, he didn't perform, did he? The person, perhaps. Teaser! Oh Anyways, that's third clue. I'm not saying anything. Wait, that's a third clue already? No, I didn't tell you. That's not, I'm not actually fully disclosing the third clue. In his clue. late 20s, he grew up in a predominantly Shh. white neighborhood. <laughs> and we're not giving away any... The second clue... Is that he went That's to John probably. Marshall High School, formed a rap group, At Band Clan, and then was band clan. then was signed to Ruthless Records, 1992. Oh, whatever. Okay, All so right. are we ready for simmer. sports? Sure. Yes. Let's bring on sports. What do we have for sports? Obviously, we have Big Three news. Ooh. Yeah. Big Three. You guys Can't excited wait. out there? We're excited. Yes. Uh, Allen Iverson, face of. The organization does his thing. We he uh, about finally practice. put out his name. You ready for his name? Yes. Right Three's on. Company. Three's Company. Wow. It works on so many levels. Jersey number three. Jersey number three. The show three. The, the show three's it's a company. It's a 3v3 league, guys. Oh, my gosh. Put 
two and two together. So amazing that Allen Iverson, he thinks on so many levels. Like everybody That's else crazy. is like, let's just throw out a name. And he was like, let's go to the lab, guys. Yeah. Let's work something up. Three-headed monster, weak. Three's company, though, boom. There it is. I mean, what a show, right? I didn't actually watch it. I never watched it either. Because, I mean, it came out in 76, so us millennials were not ready Millennial. for that show. One of the shows that aired in the morning that you, like, skipped over that you wanted to go to, like, MTV. That basically you're like, what is this? John Ritter. That's who it was. I had to just I'd Google that. That's who, uh, that's the main character was John Ritter who was okay. in that. Uh, anyways, that has nothing to do with big three news. Um, probably the biggest three news, though, that we have. The White Mamba. You know the White Mamba? Are you familiar with his work? Brian Scalabrini. Yes, Brian Scalabrini has has came out and said, guess what? I'm letting myself in this league. I am draftable, guys. Thank you. (laughs) He's putting the world on notice right now. Yeah, he came out and said, I want to be drafted. Now, I do want to remind the listener, though, he has to be drafted. Yes. So some team has to say, you know what? Brian Scalabrini... He's he's worthy. Now you said though, which I didn't know this. There are videos out there of this dude just challenging random people yeah. who don't think the white mamba can play. Yeah, seriously, like people were like, "Yo, I can beat Brian Scalabrini. I don't even know why this guy's in, how, how this guy got in the league." Well, and I mean, Scal- no, like, not I'm them. not. Obviously, he could take me. I'm not gonna say that he couldn't because oh, he's six yeah. nine and he's he's in the NBA, but. His look doesn't really exude a look that you would say, man, that, that guy can ball. That is the white mamba like, instinct right there. It's right. like a little, uh, little ploy. But, but see, that's, that's the in. thing. Is most snakes, as mambas, they're not deceiving. You know they're oh, poisonous. True, true. And you don't want to be around them. So, but I mean, he should rethink his name. Since this one's white. Yeah, oh, okay. Like, he is pretty pale. Yeah. I will say he's very pale. He's a pasty kind of guy. And that red hair is not helping him either. But regardless, get ready because he could be playing. So that's why we're excited about this league. Uh, last news from the big three. An- another fun addition to the draft pool. Ooh. Ivan Johnson. Now, if you're not familiar, if the listeners aren't familiar with Ivan Johnson, Justin did a little background uh, work on him. I did as well. Uh, as some of his list of accolades, he's been uh, banned in the past from both the Korean Basketball League yes. and the Philippines Basketball. This guy's a loose cannon. Which, in a league of loose cannons, spells yeah. fun. <laughs> spells exactly. fun for the listener. Uh, or watcher. I That's can't funny wait. that he got banned from the like the only Asian leagues yeah. out there. They were yeah, like, this he, guy's too much. He just wanted to to start stuff. He flipped off one of the refs. I That's saw the that. reason. That's the reason why. I just finger in the face yeah. and was like, take this. And then he got fined like 150 Philippine pesos after yeah. he got banned. Yeah, which like basically accounts counts to like a dollar. Wait, no, what? Do that to my. <laughs> 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 I w- <laughs> it it just doesn't basically it's like three thousand. It doesn't sound good when it's a, a peso though, you know. True. It Philippine just doesn't. Peso. That doesn't sound. Yeah, that's like- why I loved visiting the Philippines, man. Everything was cheap. I swear I could live like ten dollars a day. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's what my that's, that's it, what man. my brother said when he went to the Philippines. He was like, man, everything was real cheap was there. Cheap. Real cheap. I used to like convert everything there and had like so much fun. Guys, this bar of soap. 50 cents. Let's we go. can stay clean for months. Exactly. So much fun. Um, let's move on, though. We're losing We're losing time in the show. Sorry, we sorry, got sorry, time. Sorry. Who Who cares? Our interesting point. Are we ready? Sure. Here we go. Uh, in a recent interview with GQ, the Kawhi Storm. Ooh. That would be Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. And I'm giving credit, by the way, to Jalen Rose. That is his uh, a creation. Good one. A very the good Kawhi Storm. Kawhi Storm. Not a, I'm not as big a fan as Slim Reaper, but I still really Slim, like yeah, it. Slim Reaper was pretty good. Uh, he recommended uh, in this interview with uh, GQ that people drink more water that has a higher pH. He wants people to drink alkylated water. And then afterwards, uh, the uh, interviewer said, really? And he said, trust me. Kawhi actually does commercials for a grocery store in San Antonio. That's where he gets his alkylated water. 
This is interesting, just because really he is the most quiet guy. If he says something like this and he tells you to trust him, you trust you better Kawhi get some Leonard. Cold, you better get some alkylated water. Yeah, none of this like, whoa. stuff. See, I told you mineral away. water was good. That is not mineral water. <laughs> that was tap water. I saw you at the sink. Wait, what? <laughs> ah, you found uh, me out. Uh, Markel Fultz. Ooh, that guy's a baller. Who played this year for University of Washington, for the listeners that don't know, is going to the NBA draft. He's decided to go to the NBA draft. Uh, Here's the interesting fact, or who cares fact. Uh, He didn't make the varsity team until his junior year of high school. I did watch the segment on Bleacher Report. It was actually really interesting. There we go. So interesting point again. It's it's just an old point. You've already heard it. It's really interesting. I'm sorry. I liked it. I'm sorry to bring up an old fact for you. It's okay, Gordon. Uh, People can't keep up. There we go. The uh, the Nets. Honored Notorious B.I.G. at their last game at the uh, Barclays Center for the 20th anniversary of his death. Okay. And now, before I ask you uh, whether that was an interesting point or who cares, do you think they should change their name from the Brooklyn Nets to the Brooklyn Notorious Nets? Wow. No one ever. No one has an adjective. Like no, no one. Who cares? They can be that team, you know. Big yeah. statue, big out in the front. Mm. Notorious Nets, notorious. and every time they come out notorious. on the court, no, exactly. No, no, N-E-T. Man, I'm just Man. telling you, that'd be awesome, right? That'd be pretty cool. Interesting point. Yeah, interesting. You weren't really enthused, but we'll take it. Okay. Just because I'm trying to show respect to the big. Right. It is. I always do find it. I mean, I guess. I guess when it's twenty years later, it's a little bit less. Yeah. But when we celebrate his, like the day that, he died, yes. like how about the day he was born? How about that? Yeah, birthday or something you know? like that. I'm not sure when that is, but that'd be a good birthday suit. It would be. It would be. Here's a little clue. It's not this week's. Nice. Um, so scratch. Last, last one. Lonzo Ball. Ooh. Maybe the 6'6 version of Drake from 2012 with a slightly bigger hairdo. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that is that a do I have a case for that? He sort of looks like it. Who in the heck <laughs> cares, Gordon? This isn't even Who a fact that you cares? got from the internet. You pulled this off yourself, and you wanted to make sure. Come on, come on, just just Don't. just come on. Look at those two pictures. Come on. Oh, true, true. No, Drake. Drake's a little more meatier than this guy. This he guy, is meatier. Lon- he's got a stretched out version. A stretched out version. Yeah, I can I'm see it. I'm just saying. Okay. I I'm just. It. I see it. I see it in the two. In- Who cares, Gordon? God. Okay. You weirdo. Anyways, so uh, this past Thursday, last Thursday, uh, Swamp People almost got as good a ratings as NBA basketball on TNT. I've never watched Swamp People, but now that I've heard that, I'm going to watch Swamp People. Yeah, I mean, it's not... I'll, I'll, Have I've you watched, watched it? it? Oh, yeah. I've watched it. You seem like you should be on the it's, show, Swamp People. Oh, come on. Wait, what? Oh, this guy's beer. Come on. Everyone. Something's <laughs> hiding in there. Gators. Gators and gar and bass, whatever. <laughs> they only catch alligators on Swamp People. No they don't catch fish. Anywho... So that was interesting point. Who cares? Uh, wait, we didn't answer that. Was that an interesting point or who cares? Oh, for Swamp yeah. People? Who cares? Ah, who three out of five today. Cares? Three out of five. That's okay. Uh, guys, we've got to take a break, though. But before we take the break, we're going to do one more. Who's wearing their birthday suit? One more clue. Hope I can get it in three out of four. Here we go. So here's the third clue, and I'm going to try to make it so that Justin can't get it on the third clue. But uh, Over the Please. years of experiencing immense success in his adulthood, our birthday suit wearer was invited to sing at the Obama inaugural celebration with Sheryl Crow and Herbie Hancock. To sing? He's a singer? A musical performer, yes. Like this, like. So you didn't watch the 2008 yeah, now inauguration? Yeah, no, no, this guy didn't even watch. Come the, on. Hey, I, I vote. I, I didn't vote, but. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's all falling I apart. Sported. I had a T-shirt. 
Oh, okay. You had a T-shirt. Cool. Yeah. There like, you go. There's a lady selling it near the school. That makes up for not. Like, Yo, Obama. <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> All right. Uh, we are going to take a break. We are going to hear some music from Cheryl our good friends Crow. Rock and Yella. Those guys just keep on coming up with tunes from Orangeburg. Good job for those fellas. We're going to hear a song from them, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to be interviewing Garrison Gist, artist. Garrison Gist is going to be in the studio. Phenomenal artist. I like this. You guys stick with us. We will be right back. Keep it here on the Doc G Show. Guys, we are back in the studio. I kicked Justin out. Had enough of that guy. Hello. And I brought in Garrison Gist, an artist from South Carolina. I own several of his pieces. Uh, several of them that we've we've actually mentioned before on the show. Uh, Garrison, how are we doing today? Good, man. Good. Just enjoying this beautiful day in Jacksonville, Florida. You know. Lovely Wednesday, man. You can't beat it. So, first off, uh, one of the main reasons came down besides the hangout. Have a good time in Jacksonville. Uh, you came down to uh, give me this new piece you got. Let me let me show the audience this here. 
right here. This is the new piece. Um, I really like it. I saw I saw that you uh, had painted another one much like it, mm-hmm. and I was like, I gotta have one of those. Yeah, and, and I and I told you I was like, hey, can I get one of those? And I was like, yes, you can. So uh, if if you, the listeners are out there want to check out any more of his art, first of all, you can go to his Instagram. You can also uh, check it out at our Instagram at Doc G Show. But uh, tell me about this piece. So what's going on with this piece? What's uh, what's the inspiration? Well. It started, I had a girl contact me. She wanted to do a, a couple of pieces for her boyfriend, I think, for Valentine's Day. So I did uh, a Malcolm X piece, a uh, Jay-Z piece, and then she, the last one she wanted something that kind of just resembled like kind of like a black excellence type thing, just like a, almost like a rebellious type piece. So I was like, what if I... She said she wanted an American flag in it. Mm-hmm. It's like, so, okay, what if I do, like, a fist in front of the American flag, but I make the flag black? Like and she, she was really digging the idea. So I found kind of an uh, image online that kind of to reference, and then I uh, vectorized it on my computer and played with the levels to get it to where I want, how I like a nice little grunge. Mm-hmm. It was it was a process. I, so I found the picture, put it in a... Uh, Illustrator, and I was like I said, I got it to a nice little grunge place, kind of how you saw in the image, and then uh, play with the levels a little bit, and then sketched it up and painted it. So really, this is this is a part of a three piece. Yeah, it was a three piece set. It was a three without set. the biscuit. Nah, Wait, you, no, what? no large drink either, man. I'm Just sorry. checking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so this went with the Malcolm X and the Jay Z. Yeah, I think she she said uh, he was a really big fan of my old Malcolm X piece, but I made a better one. I've progressed since the last one I've done, so painted that up, and I he was a big Jay Z fan, so it was just a three piece just collection, for, just for them, yeah, specifically for the consumer, yeah, and then you know that's what you do. Hey, yeah, look out for the customers, right? So let's let's well let's take it back. Uh, how did you get into art, Bob Ross? Thank you. Yeah, man, something it. about the Afro, just special. It, he looked like me yeah. with his fro. And it just brought me in, painting his yeah. magical trees, because, you know, there's so many waterfalls. Happy squirrels. Happy squirrels, where I'm from, in Rock Hill, South Carolina. But Amen. Nah, uh, probably around, well, I've always been into the art. Like, kindergarten, first grade, I would always try to draw. I was trash back then, but then I started tracing, and then around, like, third grade, I was got to a point, I was like, tracing isn't a real thing. Yeah. Because, you know, so... You wanted to do your own I had, thing. I had, to, I had to do it for me. I had, to, I had to. I didn't want to be a fraud, so I got out there and just kept practicing. And then around fifth grade is when I realized, I was like, you know, I actually kind of good at this. And then the rest is history. Funny story, though. I never really took any art classes in, like, middle school and high school. I mean, I took the required class in middle school, and then ninth grade, I took the required class that you have to take. But after that... I didn't really take any art, so not until college, college. Basically, I did some digital art stuff. That's how I got pretty good at like the whole graphic design thing. But fundamental, like actual hands-on art classes, yeah. And then college was actually that was your yeah, major. That's, yeah, that was my major. I started off as graphic design, and I switched over. So, all right. All right. Now, speaking of that, uh, who would you say is like your favorite artist of all time? All time. Living uh, or non-living. Can, can I give you just like a three? Give me a three. I, I know it's hard because I do the same so thing. Yeah, Somebody I'll, asked I'll me who's a, my favorite like artist. Because you have so many different type of art. There's there's so. pretty much only one thing that I could say who's my favorite, and that would be favorite athlete, and it would be Jordan without a question. Yeah, but that's a fact. Uh, give me your favorite three. All right, I'll give you three. Uh, Keith Haring. Definitely love Keith Haring. Keith Haring. He has some good uh, stuff. Uh probably have to say uh uh lichtenstein roy lichtenstein he has some good stuff uh, keith herring lichtenstein and then, man, it's like this this third it's almost Whittling like a third down. fourth yeah, spot it's you like, don't want to uh, make them feel bad uh because they're all listening whether or not they're alive <laughs> or not they're listening uh i don't want to mess up his first name but uh the guy who did kanye's graduation album cover okay miramaki mm-hmm. mirakami one of I think I can just think his first name is like uh, Takira. It's either between him. We'll fact check it. We'll throw yeah. that up there too. Throw it up on the screen. Yeah. It's either between him or uh, Takashi Murakami. Who 
who does like a lot of dolls and stuff. His name's Cause. Mm-hmm. He does a lot of sculptures and stuff. I like him yeah. too. So these are all fellow uh, uh, fairly modern guys. I'm guessing. Uh, Keith Haring. I guess his his art was big. Well, before he died back in. Uh, God, what year he died but he had he was really big in the 80s i think mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. and then uh lindenstein was a little bit before that his was more like a comic style older pop pop art sort of type 60s deal. 50s yeah 60s mm-hmm. 50s type deal and uh uh miramaki or mirakami i don't care he's he's, he's murakami he's does right. a lot of stuff now he's really big over in japan and uh cause is still big you'll see he uh does these it's kind of it's kind of reminiscent of uh, like Mickey Mouse, mm. but uh, the eyes are usually like X'd out, and mm. he has like is his own little style. But uh, he still does a lot of stuff. I know he just did a collaboration with uh, I forgot what shoe, and they got something coming out. So now now speaking of collabos, mm-hmm. you know uh, Dan Adreyu, mm-hmm. one of the good friends of both of ours, yeah, uh, who was the first guest. First guest on the show. Nice. Just so happened to be first guest on the show. I owe some of his, I own some of his artwork too, so right above you there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. I've heard that you guys may get together for a collabo piece. We're, we're trying, man. This uh, it'd be it, it'd be fun because we have kind of two different styles. He's more of an abstract type guy, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean we both do portraiture, but my most of my portraiture is with graphite and pencil and he does a lot of stuff with paint so it'd be interesting to uh, put our heads together and see what we can come up I with I feel like it'd be a Kendrick J. Cole mix <laughs> well you know? if it's dead it might be a Drake uh, going in there somewhere you know mm. that's a spirit animal. but he's he's more, he's too uh, Drake's too poppy for Dan's style but it's a spirit animal man that's you true. never know you never know that's true we can, we can find a way to incorporate it somehow but I don't know we're uh, if we can both find some time where I can get down to Columbia and or he get up to Rock Hill or something, and we can make something happen. Work but it out. I'm looking forward to it, though. Work it out. Dan, make it happen. You're yeah, listening. Yeah, Dan, you're make it happen. Uh, Dan, like yourself, big fan of hip-hop. Got, uh, gotta love it. Let's, let's take a listen right now uh, to Dan's. He mentioned his favorite three uh, 90s artists. I asked him who his favorite three rap 90s artists. Let's take a listen to that. Oh man, number one is probably Tribe Called Quest. Okay. The duo. Um, number two is Nas. Okay. And number three, oh man, that's difficult to say. I'm gonna go Wu Tang. Oh, how could I? Oh man, Wu. Yeah, Wu Tang's up there. Ah, oh, in no particular order, actually, those three. All right. So Tribe Called Quest, Wu Tang Clan, Nas. Uh, he went. He went eccentric on us. Okay. Typical Dan. Typical Dan stuff, right? Uh, would you have... I mean, Tribe Called Quest was my real... I was like... Mm-hmm. Who would you have on that list? It wasn't rap groups. It was just... just no, rappers. rap groups. Rap well, oh, groups. it was rap groups yeah. of the 90s. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. Oh, rap artists. Rap artists. Yes. Okay, I, I was about to say. All right, so... Man of the 90s. I mean, off rip. Biggie has got to be in my my. First of all, three. I didn't even bring that one up. Yeah, with him. Just I mean, because I was born yes. in '93, so that's all I heard on the radio as a little kid. So Biggie's in there for sure. Um, '90s. I'm just and I'm just thinking through my childhood, the stuff I heard. Uh, definitely Biggie and Pop. Okay. Well, he he said he wasn't even putting Pac on there. Well, I don't know why. I enjoyed Pac as a kid, but I almost threw him older, out of the studio. Getting older and being able to look back and really appreciate it is a big one. Man, I probably have to say uh, Jay Z. Okay. And then, especially, that was another one, like when I got older, being able to go back and uh, listening to listen to Reasonable Doubts, one of my favorite albums all time, especially of his. And uh, Can I Live on Reasonable Doubt? That's probably in my top five favorite songs. Now, now rap songs all to time. give Dan a pass, he uh-huh. wanted to do Jay Z. Okay, and we decided he was like, ah, more of his careers in the two thousands. But reasonable doubt, definitely in nineties. That, that was it. That 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 can I live that sample on that man? No matter where you are, you could, that song comes on, you'll just feel like you know it. You just, you just feel like you're beat you're takes the man. Over. You're the yeah. man mm-hmm. in that whatever setting. I don't know that. So I know that'd be my big three. Okay, of the 90s. you hear that, Dan? That's that's a more respectable list. <laughs> no offense to Tribe Called Quest. Uh, so last question, and then you know I know you got moves to make. You got you got paintings to do. You got people to please. You got yeah. you, you're an artist. Yes. Um, but 
would you say, and I guess this goes sort of out without question as far as the uh, art you were talking about mm. before, that hip-hop influences your art? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, I've done a lot of hip-hop-influenced pieces. I mean, my paintings, I, I'm trying to think uh, rappers-wise. Uh, let's see, I've done Jay-Z. I've drawn J. Cole. Uh, I remember the J. Cole like yeah, that one. It was a little small portrait. Uh, mm -hmm. You do one of those pop-up thingies with yep, that one. We'll do uh, another one. There we go. Uh, did J. Cole. Let's see. I drew Big Sean one time. When, actually, one of the first portraits I ever did as a kid, man. If I can find it, I'll send it to you so you can pop it up. was a, a Tupac picture. Man, I've come a long way since then. I probably could do a better one now. But, yeah, man, I mean... A lot of times. Now you, I, you're saying this was a long time ago. Like seventh, seventh grade. Long okay, time ago, I was yeah. about to say because because I have you know Tupac oh, yeah. from well, you. Yeah, the Tupac painting. Yeah, that I did. But um, yeah, a lot of times like depending on what I'm working on, you know, I usually have hip hop playing or it's usually one of three things: it's either hip hop, R and B, or some jazz. You know, just like I said, it really just depends on what I'm working on and uh, fusing the yeah, art. Fusing, man, it goes hand in hand. I mean, you got to set the the mood and the tone for working it helps get you in that that vibe and that that rhythm to just power through it so gotcha uh well garrison thanks for coming man uh listeners again if you want to check out his art i'm going to spell it just for the listeners the people that aren't watching on instagram or anything else at two g's so two as in the number g lowercase g z and a n d counting c o u t c o u n t i n that's me. That's you. That's your boy. Check out the art, and if you want the art, DM him. Get yes. in those slide, DMs. Slide in my DMs. Yeah, let him know. Ladies, I'm single. Slide in my DMs. I want I want <laughs> some art. It goes down in the DMs. That's it. And just so you don't have to worry about it. Most people usually, hey, do you sell your art? I don't know how many times I get a DM. He Everything does. I post is for sale unless I say, like, no, this is mine. I'm keeping it. He wants to give it to you to enjoy, just like me. Yeah, like... If I kept all the all the if I kept every piece that I've painted in my house, I wouldn't have, You'd have too much art. I wouldn't have any room. You'd for look anything. like a pack rat, basically. So I'm I'm eager to sell it to you so you can enjoy it in your house. You heard it, listeners. Go get some Garrison art. All right, thanks, man. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me, man. So check this. You telling me you ain't never heard of Doc G? <laughs> Coldest motherfucker around. The Doc G Podcast. Oh yeah, baby. Putting the bass in your funk. Alright guys, we are back. Good times with Garrison, man. Good times. Good art. And like I said, if you are a, a user of Instagram, follow him on Instagram to lowercase g, z, and a-n-d, counting, c-o-u-n-t-i-n, two g's and counting. So many things happened right there. I know. I spelled it out. I spelled it out a couple of times. I spelled it out in the last segment. It's sure all right. You got that right. Yeah, I got it right. Okay. Oh, I'm 100%. Uh, how, what do you think of his 90s rappers? These 90s rappers? The 90s rappers that he was a fan of. Tu oh, Biggie, yeah, Tupac, Tupac, and uh That's a and solid list. It's very mean, solid. I, I, if you have Biggie and Tupac on there, I mean, I, I think it's already a good list. I, I held my tongue, but I think Jay-Z is a little bit past 90s. You know, I mean, he had, yeah. he had reasonable doubt. Which is a great album, and Garrison was talking about how great that is, and very true. But um, you know, a lot of his great works, Black Album, uh, Blueprint, yes, Blueprint Two, they all came out in the 2000s. Mm. Just saying. Anyways, do you know what time it is? No, one more clue. Don't, don't be guessing time. It's one more Just, clue oh. for who's wearing their birthday I suit. I looked at my watch. I know that. you did. Who's uh, who's wearing their birthday suit? It's time for you to Who get it. Who is it? God. Fourth clue. Fourth and last clue. Again with the fourth clues. After Easy es death in 1995, Yo. their group decided to change their name to the Black Eyed Pods. 
But then, in 97, changed it again to the Black Eyed Peas. Whoa. Here's the next clue. Wait. He's okay. so popular. What's up? Oh, I know now. He's so, I know now. He's okay. so popular. He's been uh, mentioned in other rap songs. Like, for instance, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre's song, Kush. He says, still I am, tighter than the pants on. God. Well, I am. There we go. Woo! Hit it with the applause. There it is. Mainly Hispanic community. That's it. That's it. I should have known from am. there. You know, Will I Am. Very, I mean, you know, so as you heard, there were a lot of famous people that uh, that I could have chose from. Yeah. But when I was looking up sort of the history of Will I Am, I had no idea that he was signed by Easy es record know label either. in 92. Yeah, so like So basically it took him a while to get on the come up. He was around for 10 years before and like no one knew Yeah, exactly. He got into Black Eyed Till he till he Black got Black Eyed Pod. Till he got Fergie and then basically True. people were that like, "Hey, it. that was the the, the, Who's that looker? Come on, guys. Exactly. Come on. Get a little deeper. Jeez, will I am My humps. Got there too. <laughs> got there 2008, man. That's 2008 crazy. to the old Obama uh, inauguration. Got to do that with Sheryl Crow and Herbie Hancock. Nice. What a crew. Weird crew there. Yeah. But celebrating. Will I am. His birthday. Today. Will I am. Will I am. Tighter than the pants on Will I am. He and by the way, I saw an interview with him where he said he didn't find uh, that offensive. Oh. He enjoyed uh, Snoop referencing that his pants were as tight nice. as uh, Will I Am. So, references. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all positive with Snoop. Yeah, exactly. He's got a football Why? league. Come on. Um, so, anywho, uh, it's time now for our wrap up segment. You know what the wrap up segment is. Yeah, this is uh, his favorite. Right? <laughs> this is this is the stalker favorite, right? This is As the, you yeah. say. I'm not. It's just a, a, a person that everybody loves. Don't believe him, everyone. So, we all know Anchorman, right? You know Anchorman. Yeah. Right? Uh, he played Brian Fantana yes. in the movie. Uh, that, was his, uh, that was his character. Uh, while he was there... Um, Jode Apatow, you know Judd, uh, Jode, Judd, Jode, Apatow, Judd Apatow. Yes. Um, he uh, did an interview Director, right? recently. Yeah, he did a recent interview where he said that uh, uh, Paul Rudd uh, he participated in some shenanigans while uh, filming uh, Anchorman. And these shenanigans involved uh, himself being nearly nude. Oh, so this is why you made this segment up. You wanted to talk about so, this one. So what happened wow. would basically he would uh, take a picture of himself, okay, uh, Polaroid, no. sitting in, in Judd Apatow's chair okay. all the way nude. Yes. And then he would leave the picture on the chair for when Judd wow. came up. And he'd just be like, really? Nice. Really? Come on, but you could <laughs> but you couldn't be mad because it's 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 Paul Rudd. It's mysterious and you were just like, oh, it's a great look. gift. He totally rubbed his naked butt on my seat, but you know what? I'm naked fine with it more. because it's it's Paul. I'm okay with it. <laughs> it's all right. That's your little Paul Only Rudd you update. Are okay with it. <laughs> I'm completely fine with it, and I'm sure Judd was okay with it too. True, true. He kept him in the movie and everything. I wonder how many Polaroids he has for that. Just Probably like 400. Well, that's another thing about it, is that Judd kept on uh, uh, threatening to put them on his Instagram. Oh, which would be double. awesome, and he yeah. so needs to do that, because it'd be hilarious. You would double tap? I would. would yeah. and it's a risk of me looking a little bit weird as well. No, don't cover it up. <laughs> now, Gordon, don't cover it up. Dude. Okay. I double tap all day. Oh, snap. Oh, man. <laughs> all right. God. Yeah, guys, we got through everything and we made a fantastic show. Yeah, I did. You had a great interview as well. I know. Great interview, great people, great tunes, great birthday suit, great Paul Rudd mentionings. Yeah. Second show. By the way, I have a mic yeah. stand now. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure from the last show, Revenue yeah. did really great. I'm pretty sure through the I. Roof. 
can yeah you that. did that i bought this mic stand yeah having to lift a finger you're amazing yep i am i can't believe i've got such an amazing co-host right now take over <laughs> take over now no it's oh, my sure. show no this is his show yeah anywho i'm along for the ride that's all we got today that's good you good know? show uh, until next week, I am Doc G. With me has been Justin Evangelista, mm. J Dog, J Meister. <laughs> the way you said Justin Evangelista, it sounded like the judge just asked you to say your name. <laughs> Justin Evangelista. Just- <laughs> 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 I swear to tell the whole truth, nothing but the truth. All right, guys, that has been the Doc G Show. And until next week, zip it up and zip it out. Woo-woo!